And you're very welcome to the film show. Um, we weren't around last week, Brian Lloyd, Dean Malumbi, no. producer Dave. I was around. You were around. Um, <laughs> he was here in the studio alone. <laughs> you were uh, you were unwell last week, Brian. And I was. Myself and Deirdre um, had a conversation and felt we couldn't continue on without you. Fair enough. Because you're such an integral part of the show. Well, well, well thanks a bunch. Um, yeah, no, I, I had a very bad case of sinusitis. Were you busy growing that moustache? I was waiting for. I was waiting to see how long. No, this group. Can't stop looking at it. Okay, so it's a mustache. Get over it. But there's other stuff going on as well. There's just a little. I just had to shave it all down because D said. You look I, like somebody if they filmed the World War Two movie in Portland. <laughs> you look like Michael Fassbender in Glorious Bastards, but shite. I feel like you've been storing these up. Yeah, I feel like you're just rattling these off. Let's do some more. Let's do some more. This feels like an improv, you know, movie scene, you know, when they try different lines. It's true, Joe. I like it. I'm enjoying it. Thank you. I mean, it was mainly you kept calling me Amish, and then D kept saying that your beard keeps going out like this and it looks weird. So between the two. It's getting real pointy or something. You're starting to look, I don't know, like a. Movie gnome. villain or something. or something. Yeah. Gnome. A gnome. Yeah. It was very, it was very gnome-esque. It was very gnome-esque. Uh, so I felt it was time to shave it down. A good okay, bit. so we missed last week's show. So we're gonna, yes. we're gonna cover a couple of the movies that came out last week because we've got mm-hmm. interviews with everybody Yay. this week. Do you talk to Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Brian? And you talk to, and we're gonna talk about the movie um, after we see a clip from your interview. You talk to Shauna Carslake and the director of A Hole in the Ground. Yeah, Lee Cronin. Yeah. So I was chatting to them. Uh, God, two weeks ago now, we talked about Irish horror, talked about her process in it. Full interview is up online, so you can check that out. We're going to play some of it now. And you're going to play some of it now. I don't think you ever feel like, yeah, I'm, I have this, because at the same time, then you're going, okay, it's going to go into an edit. It's going to go in, yeah. like, it's gone, you know, so you never really know. But um, I think it's a funny one because she feels like she's unraveling and losing her mind and things. Some some of that does seep into you, so a lot of the time you don't feel like you're totally in control, and that should be yeah. character-wise where her headspace is at. So um, some days more than others, yeah. you can probably note a few days, yeah. and it's like Mondays. now Shauna, Shauna has lost her mind. Remember a lot of the stuff from the school and stuff. I was like, okay, Shauna's yeah, lost her mind, actually, but I meant it. Yeah, you're bringing it back. You're actually yeah. bringing it back. Yeah, we that, have, we have to kind of push you emotionally. Yeah, yeah, that was actually probably our toughest day yeah. entirely because <laughs> not only did you have to deal with you, had to also deal with fifty kids in a choir. Yeah, well, yeah, so yeah. That was um, intense, but all for the right reasons. We had showed a clip um, previously as well of your initial interaction um, as a little. Can we show it again? I really enjoyed that because it's very you. You know, right. it's very unique to you. Uh-huh. Brian doesn't like hugging Paul Rudd. You know, like and, and 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 enjoys cursing at movie stars. Now, to be fair, in that instance, in what you just saw there was there was a light literally right here, and it started flickering as soon as I started talking. So it wasn't a case of me just, you know, shouting expletives at Shauna Kerslake and Lee Cronin. It was a light that was right there that flicked right in my eye. Maybe it was trying to like spook you out, you know, like maybe in theme because of yeah. the horror. Yeah, that's what maybe. I thought as well. I thought it was like, like oh, Jesus. So bit edgy, aren't you? I am on edge. Yeah. yeah, I am constantly on edge. Did you enjoy the film, Brian? I did. I really did. The film was really, really Quote, well done. Quoted on the posters and everything. So yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. I don't live for that kind of thing. You know what I mean. I just do my work. If it gets quoted on posters, that's fine. He puts his pants on one leg at a time. One leg at a time. But <laughs> when, like when them pants are on, I go out and I write movie <laughs> reviews. Okay, that's what I do. So, anyways, um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, but. 
when it's uh, no, it was really really good. I mean, people were kind of comparing it to Hereditary, in the sense of like it's really really stylish. It's a bit more linear than Hereditary, right? Yes, it's kind of a tighter script. It's not as out there as Hereditary. No, 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 no. But in the sense of like the visual aspects of it are yeah. really slick. Like I have not seen it's a gorgeous looking film. Yeah, I haven't seen an Irish film look this well and be this inventive and this just just really really slick and really really stylish like. That's it. That's it. That's all I've got to say. That's all have to we have say. a lot to get through. I was like, <laughs> giving you the abridged. Like, go read the review if you want to. Yeah. Like, it's there. Like, they're watching this show for the review. I know, but we've a so lot to get through. We're not just using this to plug all your material. I've seen it also. I went to see it over the weekend, Brian. What do you think? Support Irish cinema. Really enjoyed it. Big fan of Shauna Carsley. Yeah, think she's an amazing actor. Yeah, uh, the kid was creepy as hell, which yeah. I suppose was his job. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, he kept calling her mammy. Was freaking me out. Yeah, the way you did that. Yeah. Even with the, the whole like. Where did you go, mammy? <laughs> it's, kids are terrifying. Dee said this, and you you made a good point about this mm. before. He said the reason why kids are so terrifying is because you just don't know what they're thinking. They're unpredictable. They're like they're crazy, unpredictable. crazy people are unpredictable. Kids, crazy people, yeah, right? Like, which, which That's why the, they're scary. You don't know what yeah. they're going to do. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, this has been heralded a lot. It's getting a lot of uh, really positive notices because it played at Sundance as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you think it's going to have legs abroad? Because it was kind of a TV, TV, TV deal, beg your pardon, done for it. Yeah. Um, initially. So it's not just, you know, a cinema release everywhere, as is the way nowadays. Yeah, releases. I think it's, I mean, you know, like, I, I guess there's nothing too specific about it to Ireland, if that makes sense. Like That's what I was thinking, because it's, it's co-funded by Finnish Film Board. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing in it that I would say is like, oh, you know, international audiences wouldn't get this or something. It's not like that. Like, it wouldn't be like, I don't know, Sing Street, for example, or something like, you know, the commitments or whatever. It's not specific. It's not specific to Ireland as such. And you know, horror I think is one of those genres that is really able to translate. When it's done languages. well, people really get behind it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think. I think. I think it will do well. Yeah. I think it's the kind of film that you know the people who see it are passionate enough about it, and will then sell it on if that makes sense. Word like, of mouth. Word yeah. of mouth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think it'll do well. And it'd be interesting to see what he's going to do next. Yeah, me too, actually, because I'm assuming he's going to get it. Like, I mean, it's a decent, so decent chunk budget in this. Mm. It looks gorgeous. So I would assume Lee Cronin's going to get a bit, a bit of Billy Bob Torrance to play around with for his next flick, Brian. Yeah, so there. That's how the kids talk. There's a few Robert De Niro's, you know what I mean? Yeah. A few of the De Niro's, yeah. Too far. Dee, would you go and see this? Because you didn't get to the press screening, right? See, I, I'm You're not a big, a big cat. fan of horror. Yeah, I'm a big scaredy cat. So I don't know if I could do it. Like, I feel like I could watch it on TV during the day on the weekend. <laughs> with lights on. <laughs> lights on? With the lights on. With many people yeah. in the house. No, no, I'm, I'm okay with watching horrors on my own, but I don't like them on a big screen and watching it by yeah, myself. Yeah, that's fair. I, in fairness, I don't even like watching horrors with big audiences, and I'll tell you why. It's because I keep jumping and embarrassing myself, so. To be fair, a lot of people yeah. do that though. Yeah, you go and see like horrors and like. Part of the charm, right? Part of the charm, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, like, anyway, it's excellent. You should all go and see it. Um, you haven't seen this one either, Dee, but we're going to get to it. It's going to be all mm -hmm. you in the, in the last half of the show, yes. Dee. Uh, Brian, uh, Fighting With My Family, mm. Stephen Merchant. I interviewed Stephen Merchant for a separate show to Delve. Check it out, iTunes, Spotify, entertainment.ie. I feel like you haven't plugged it in a while. Yeah, to be, fair, I haven't to, be fair, a, to be fair. I haven't done an interview in a while. Because there's been a big momentum too, Stephen Merchant. So Stephen Merchant, that's there. You can show a quick clip of her for a second there. As I'm talking, layering over it, you know. Bo Burnham coming up as well in a few weeks. It's also a great chat. Anyway, Brian, fight with my family. This is a sweet film. It is very, very sweet and very, you know, like I think wrestling is easy to take the mick out of. 
primarily because tights, tights, spandex, pretending, pretending, crazy over the top characters. All of it. Yeah, it's a very, very, it's very, very easy to come at it from a cynical perspective. But I think what what finding my family does is that it embraces the theatricality of it, and it embraces the fact that you know the people who are involved in the sport are really not just putting their ego and their themselves on the line, they put their body on the line. Mm-hmm. And it's the kind of thing of, you know, there is, I guess, there's a real sense of commitment to it that, yeah, it's just one of these things. Because, like, the amount of, ex- the amount of like, you know, uh, uh, physical exercise that they have to put in to, to mm-hmm. oh, God, you know what I mean, Ma- maintenance, they have to do all the running and the lifting and the blah, 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 blah. And the running and the lifting and the you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean. Pick up the heavy I'm liking, stuff. I'm liking, your, I'm liking your definition of uh, picking up the heavy stuff and putting yeah. it down again, lifting whatever. But you hear about the stories like you know with Andre the Giant how he had all these back problems yeah. because they basically constantly be smashing things. Yeah, across he was also like seven yeah. foot two or something as well. I said, and he had gigantism. Yeah. yeah, so that would be a part of it. But no, but I mean it is true though. <laughs> no, 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 but I just you know the fact that yeah. you know he would have had to do the smashing things on your back can't help. Yeah. That can't help. You know yeah. what I mean? Taking a chair shot to the face. That won't, that won't do you any good. Like, but no, but they, the film really it doesn't shy away from that. It does make that clear that that, that is a part of it. Um, but Florence Pugh, uh, Pugh, if I'm pronouncing that right, her performance in it really kind of grounds it in an emotional context. Because it's, it's based on a documentary. It's based yeah. on a documentary of the same Thus, name. A real family. Yeah, Age, a real family. <clears throat> and, you know, like sporting movies, like, I mean, they all kind of have to follow a certain template, you know, that kind of way. It's underdog stories mm. and came from nothing, got to the top. When they got to the top, they weren't sure if they wanted to be there in the first place and then they found out the reason mm. why they wanted to be there in the first place. And there's usually some, there's usually like some route in like a romance or yeah. a family drama or something yeah, like that as well. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And that's, to be fair, like, I mean, that the film does lean on those tropes, but it doesn't do it in... Again, it's that thing of like, it's a very earnest film. Like, it's very, very earnest. And I think that is something that wrestling responds to better yeah. than cynicism. Turtle will say as well, producer Dave couldn't be there last week and I know he's a big fan of Stephen Merchant because we shot in the Marion. Uh, Charlotte was there though. And I said to Stephen Merchant, how's your day going? And Stephen Merchant said, good, how's yours? Nobody's ever asked me that before. Yeah, they don't, yeah. yeah. So you're like, how's your day going? They're just like, yeah, let's just get through this. We Steve ask Merchant, you all the time. Uh, yeah, but you're not Stephen We're Merchant. We're people too. Yeah, but we're talking about in the sense of like a drunken setup or an interview setup. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and we were in the Marion and the guys, the crew and everything got fed. We had Ushin and Yoon there as well. They got fed. I was like, junkets are not generally like this. No, they're never you know, that they're nice. They just swish. It's normally like a dentist surgery and you're rolled in and you're rolled out. Anyway, I thought it was very sweet. Yeah. Um, I did really enjoy it. Dave, do you watch WWE? I do not, know. It was because this Becky Lynch character is very popular at the moment. Yeah, she's, she's one of the huge. biggest names in at the moment, right? The man. The man, Becky Lynch. That's that's her name. I know, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be, I would love to see a documentary made about her. Anyway, yeah, to be honest, I think that'd be really good. You know, she was an Aer Lingus hostess. Yeah, for years. Now she's, now she's scrapping with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, gonna be a wrestling. She's very good trash talker. She's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and like she keeps her accent as well. Like she doesn't like affect it in any kind of like way. She doesn't like, go with Conor McGregor with the articulation. And yeah, the, she doesn't. Yeah, it's no, it's good. It's yeah, she's it's, it's interesting. Yeah. 
Okay, D, let's talk uh, Captain Marvel. Um, yes. Because you, you headed on over to the UK and you spoke to the mm -hmm. entire cast and the filmmakers as well. Yeah. Um, tell us about uh, the interviews before we, uh, we showed a Brie Larson clip. Oh, they were lovely. Yeah, yeah. So I got to chat to, uh, you can see these all on site. I got to chat to a whole bunch of them, actually. I got to talk to Brie Larson, Samuel Jackson, the directors, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, um, Lashana Lynch. And at the very, <laughs> literally the last minute, like I was told about two minutes before I went into her, I also got Gemma Chan. That's pretty cool. And I mm. didn't get to interview him, but I saw Jude Law in the hallway. So that's yeah. pretty nice. What's he like in real life? Is he, I feel like he's tiny in real life. So handsome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's like, dreamy. Like it's actually kind of breathtaking. So like you walk by him and he's not short. He's like a bit taller than me, which is grand for me. Like, um, and he's you're like, tall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you're tall. Yeah, you are tall. It'll work. It'll work. Um, and he's all like <laughs> tanned and blonde and like you hear his voice and it's just like so like cool and seductive and it's just like, oh. I could actually feel Charlotte, I could just feel it's gone. You swooned, were you swooning Charlotte? Yeah, yeah, I could Charlotte's feel it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I got to meet the Captain Marvel cat, Goose. All right, the cat did the junker, huh? Yeah, he did. That's well, one of, I think there are four cats who played Goose. I was going to say, like, there's no way that was the real cat from yeah. the thing. Like. His name was um, Jaffa after Jaffa Cakes. I enjoy that, that's a very nice name. Let's see a clip from the Brie Larson interview. I think for me it was just like the initial step, like the first step, taking the step because I'm mm -hmm. someone who takes their time to really make my decision but once I make it I'm all in. So I was very cautious about my reasonings for taking on the role um, and making sure that I could do right by her because the character is so incredible and mm -hmm. then once I felt like okay I can do this, I can, I can attack this in the right way and do something interesting then I was all in. And there are so many amazing things about the character, but what is your very favorite aspect of playing her? Mm, I think how unapologetic she is for herself, which was like a hard one for me to understand at first because I think initially people take that as cockiness, but I actually think we need to redefine what cockiness is. And I think it's more of just a not allowing anybody to make you small, of just like a clean ownership of your abilities and what you're good at. So D, let's talk about the movie. Um, yeah. This is like, what, what phase is this of Marvel now? It's like the 16th phase? Third yeah, phase? Yeah, I think so. So uh, like Captain Marvel is going to be the Iron Man of this mm. next phase. Yeah. I'm very confused, D. You need to talk about this stuff. I'm so over the Marvel stuff, it's unreal. Oh, um, I mean, Brian might be better at explaining <laughs> it all to me. Well, you're but, a nerd, like, Yeah, so. I mean, I don't know, like, the context and the background and I have no idea what we're getting into when we see Endgame but as a standalone movie I really really enjoyed Captain Marvel like I was going into it thinking okay look this is going to be like your standard superhero Marvel movie and in terms of that it did you know tick all the boxes yeah. of what I wanted like the action is just completely relentless from like the opening scene I think one of the first scenes is like of her like in a one-on-one -on -one combat scene with Jude Law's character who plays like her kind of mentor and then they're shooting off into space and then they're fighting aliens in space and it's just like blah, 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 and it keeps on going on and on and on and then like eventually we come back to Earth and everything I'm, I'm not giving away any spoilers here sure. this is all you know covered in the first half hour or whatever um, but yeah it's just go 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 and then there are like some really kind of nice lovely emotional moments there you know I think Brie Larson does a fantastic job of playing like Captain Marvel who's this character who I can't get into why and how but she's like really kind of conflicted with her identity and everything I thought that was beautiful and Lashana Lynch in fairness um, I think we're going to be hearing a lot more of her 
her character kind of plays the human like best friends and they have some really like lovely one-on-one -on -one interactions you know just about kind of their friendship over the years and everything which is really really sweetly done and so touching um and then her I forget the name of the actress who plays Lashana Lynch's character's daughter but she is so so funny as well you've probably yeah. seen the yeah, little the like trailers, clips yeah. of them like high-fiving and everything um so it's it's just a really really lovely movie it was kind of everything not the way, I wanted not, that's not you know? the way people would describe a Marvel movie though right it's lovely so yeah. has it like is it, is it different than the other Marvel I movies I thought so and I mean like Look, maybe it is, maybe it is partly like being a female viewer, seeing a female on the big screen. Yeah. But I did like, I did feel like I was watching this film and feeling like inspired and hopeful and just like, you know, I was getting all caught up in the emotion and the action and the But see, I think you're a bit so biased as well, as good as the film may or may not have been, because it's set in the 90s. And, and you're, you're a, big, a big giant 90s. But one thing I will say for it, it totally could have, and there are, like, I can't think of, like, any shows off the top of my head. I suppose Stranger Things would be kind of an example of this. But there are a few shows and movies that are coming out at the moment that are kind of over-leaning into the nostalgia thing yeah. and kind of relying on that to yeah. kind of create a sense of, like, pathos or, yeah. you know you know, just stirring up all the good feels of nostalgia and all that. But I don't think this film relies too much on that. Like, there are a few like music numbers in the 90s, isn't it? Which are like, yes, but, and there's, of course, the Ooh. opening scene, you know, um, with her um, in Blockbuster and everything, and that's really well done. But it, the, the whole 90s setting isn't overdone. If I'd had a bit more time with the directors, actually, I would have loved to ask them if they were, like, consciously leaning away from that because it's not overdone, which is another aspect of the film that I really enjoyed. They really were kind of focused on the story and in fairness I can see why they're keeping the story so underwrapped because it's very It's going to bleed into it a million other things. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there are kind of a few like twists and turns and stuff like that. So Ooh, the story does yeah. depend a lot on that. But on that and then the actual character development, how we see Captain Marvel kind of come to be the all-power superhero. And by the end of the film, you're like, Jesus, none of the other <laughs> lads have a chance, do they? <laughs> that was well, very Dougal from Father Time. Well, that was very Dougal, yeah. <laughs> Because at the end of um, at the end of Infinity War, like the, mm. the the stinger they call it, it's the bit right at the very very end of the credits. Um, Nick Fury taps his uh, beeper, mm. and the symbol that comes up is the Captain Marvel symbol. So it's like he was calling her back to Earth. So the idea is is that for Avengers Endgame, which is out in April, mm. Brie Larson is going to be a big character in it. That's so do you, do you think she's going to pop up? Well, don't don't spoil no, it. No, but I mean, well, you, you I, mean, can, you can, I think it's kind of yeah. it's kind of known. It's kind of known. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah it it's not a known. spoiler. Everyone <clears throat> kind of no, knows this, and I mean, like, sure, half the team is gone. They need a few more. Yeah, they really need to replace them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> That's one way of clearing people out, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's move some cheaper, newer people in there exactly. yeah, for, this, for this big joint franchise thing. Yeah, Brian, you're a big nerd. How come you haven't seen this yet? Um, I just it was well, like I said, I was sick last week, so I didn't get a chance to actually go to any of the press screens. And in fairness, I will say I was shown it in London the night before Ooh. the junket. Yeah, and um, I'm not like I mean, this is public knowledge and everything, but basically. Uh, Marvel and uh, Brie Larson specifically requested for the interviews that women that uh, women are what was it they said that was like, no no but like 
There was this no, just uh, just in terms of um, just for there to be more inclusivity. Yeah, really, more across inclusive. the board, you know, exactly. Women yeah. and so that's why yeah, uh, other minorities. So, so that's why Dee yeah. went over to do the interview. Dee got me. to do the interview because she's great. Yeah, she did. How yeah. dare you? How dare he? Do? I wasn't. Look, I wasn't saying it like that. You? I was just saying when the thing came in, they they specifically asked for Dee. Have that? How can you have that mustache and be so misogynistic? <sighs> Maybe it's the mustache that does it. No. <laughs> Misogynistache. No, that makes you like reply guy. Why do you say reply guy? Yeah. Somebody taught you that word and you've just been using it all day. You don't even like. Have you ever heard of that, Dave? What's Re- Reply guy. A reply guy. No. It's like on Twitter, there's always, like, if, if, like if, if some women tweet something, there's always guys that just reply. You know? Oh, okay. I see. It's oh, a thing. That is a thing. See, D, 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 but I mean, I am disappointed at the reviews that it's been getting. Like it's some so, of them, so, right? Yeah, I mean, I've seen some that I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I agree. I, I'd identify that kind of flaw with it too. And there are some that I'm like, no, you just watched a completely different movie or you're on something or whatever. Um, but like, you know, there's no point in being like, all the males hate it, all the females hate it. Some females don't that's, like it, some males really like it. No, there, so it stupid. there is a bit of that at the moment and it's really kind of frustrating. But what I would say is, Look, if you're a Marvel fan, go watch it and decide yeah. for yourself. Well, you're going to have to begin to connect the universe. And right? another thing I will say is that it probably isn't really for non-Marvel fans. Like, I know you, Mike, are not a superhero, but this is not going to change your mind. It's a very superhero e superhero movie. I enjoyed the two Deadpool movies. Well, there's no breaking the fourth wall in Captain Marvel, I'm afraid. Yeah, I don't know if that's it, or I'm just I'm just sick to death of them that there's too many of them. Yeah. But I, like the 90s vibe in this has me in. I once mm. gave a movie, I once upped a movie by half a star back in my film review days, producer Dave. My film Today. Days. <laughs> because I had Rocky like a hurricane montage in it. That the was, I remember that the, film. The Scouts that... Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. That's it. I was like, watch, that's it, I'm up, half a star. watch The Hurricane Heist. Yeah. They have an excellent use of that song that's as well. That's a great song. Mm. It really it. is, isn't it? The film's called Hurricane Heist. It's so bad, it's good. And they ha- and they don't use Scorpions, Rocky Like a Hurricane. Of course they're going to use, like, Jesus. Like. Have you ever been to Germany? That's, that song is earnestly used in Germany and, and like I, I did a, a triathlon there years ago and it was blasted out to stuff to get people amped and you know what it did get me amped yeah and like Winds of Change as well the other big Scorpions song yeah. that's, they play it all the time on German radio it's like just it's like their Tin Lizzy like I get it in fairness get Michael it. Schenker you know what I mean I get it, I get it too nice. yeah the stuff you remember the stuff you forget is like me yeah it blows my mind on a well, like I mean, I I, 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 I do like I do like scorpions. Like I do like like them earnestly. Like you know what I mean. I really am a big fan of them. Good. China White is a great song. Like there we go. You've educated some of the listeners and viewers on that. Um, and say shout out to producer Dave for doing little bits with the audio version of this show. Um, you 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 put that bit of extra effort in, and then ask people people if they've listened, and invariably people have watched because it's all over the site. But we do appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Dave. Appreciate you, buddy. (laughs) Thanks to Charlotte Production. Thanks to Faye for dropping in. And we'll see you next week. Entertainment.ie I love the way you say film.